friends, this is Femme the Podcast, where we talk about happiness, but we also talk about comedy, and sometimes we talk about them together, and how they can go together, maybe more than they do. I'm Brianna Hansen, and I am so glad you're listening, friends, and as always, there's always some adventure uh, in terms of, audio, there's some audio adventure awaiting in my apartment, because I have very thin walls, but uh, this is a fun one today. I mean, today's topic, just so you know, I really do have a topic today, and I want to talk about being present, but in this present moment, something hilarious is happening, so I just want to share it with you. It is approximately 10.40 at night on a Monday, and uh, my upstairs neighbor is vacuuming. And that's fine by me because I'm I'm actually like a really good neighbor in that I don't really complain and I don't really care for the most part uh, the noise that's happening. I mean, of course, I've complained in other episodes about having thin walls, but I'm not like going to go next door and be like, I mean, can you guys stop talking? Can you like stop existing? Well, the reason I share that story with you is because my upstairs neighbor Oh, she's such a bitch. Oh my God, she's such a bitch. So she has, uh, for since she moved in, which was after me, by the way, like a year after me, she has just been terrorizing everybody uh, with her... With her noise, Nazism. I don't, I hate when people make fun of Nazism, but God, she's a noise Nazi. It is like she has come down on multiple occasions, multiple occasions, more than I can count. I started keeping notes and it was like a really weird notebook, so I stopped keeping it. But she has come down and told me that I need to be quiet. But the thing is, I wasn't being loud. I was just existing. And I'm well aware that she can pretty much hear everything that I say. Oh gosh, this is not, this is a fun little intro. I'm sorry we're not getting right into it, but this is a fun little intro. So, and, and I'm pretty sure the, um, the vent right next to me right now, next to where I am recording this, it, it goes right up. She can hear everything. So I'm always aware that when I'm speaking, you know, someone in my vicinity above or below to the side, whatever, can probably hear me. Yeah, whatever. That's what I get when I pay for this. So the reason this is so funny to me is because she's such a bitch that she doesn't like it if people exist, like if they're literally just outside talking or whatever, because I have talked to other people in the apartment complex about this, where she goes over and she like yells at them and she's like, you guys need to be quiet, blah, blah, blah. She's come down to me before and be like, I can hear every word. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Also, I'm like, I'm just talking. Like she's done it. Like she's done it all the time. She doesn't like it when people sound happy. Like if you're laughing or you're giggling or whatever, then she immediately goes, But like, she does it too on like a Saturday night. On like Saturday nights, I don't have a part like parties at my apartment. I live in a studio apartment. I have never had a party here, but I have had friends over, and and like she hates it. She gets so mad. But like standard apartment etiquette is that at night, like after ten p.m., you probably shouldn't vacuum because that's like bad. Or it's like loud, but she's doing it. And it's just like more proof that she's such a bitch. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. Okay. So um, here we are. All right. We're in, we're in, uh, we're in this podcast. So today I want to talk about being present and um, gosh, now I'm all I'm thinking about is my neighbor and that's not being very present to you. So, okay. I, I hope that <laughs> every time that she vacuums, okay. Uh, gosh, I'm not being present. This is, this is what's happening in the present. So this is why it's hilarious. She just, she, uh, she's the same size apartment I do and she's been vacuuming for at least 
20 minutes. Like I waited for her to stop vacuuming before I started because I knew I'd be distracted. And also, but she just keeps vacuuming, but she does the same. She takes like, like at least eight showers a day. I'm exaggerating, but it's minimum two and she takes them for so long. And like, we're in a drought in Southern California. And I think it's because of her. I honestly think it's because of her. Oh my God. She's the worst. Oh, what else? What else? Oh yeah. Sometimes I've gotten to the point. I used to be like really upset by it, but I've gotten to the point because I'm so used to it and I love it now. I don't love it. I don't love it, but I like, I, I've accepted it. And so since I've accepted it, I've turned it into comedy. Um, but I've gotten to the point where sometimes, you know, I'll take a shower at the same time she will, because she's always taking a shower, uh, if she's not vacuuming, I guess, but she, I'll, I'll have to hop in there because I'm on a time constraint. So I get in there and, and, um, I'll turn on the hot water or whatever. And then, I'll, and then I'll hear her faucet. Cause that's how much I can hear in this place. I'll hear her faucet turn on and suddenly I'll have no hot water, which means she just cranked hers up and she's done it before too, where I'm already in the shower and then she gets in for one of her multiple showers and then, and then she cranks up the hot water and, and it's, and I just start laughing and I'm like, I think you can hear me too. If I'm like, it's so funny. God, she's such a bitch. Okay. Okay. You know what? Uh, I'm going to talk about being present. So I really am going to get into it. And I'm going to try ignoring the fact that my neighbor is still vacuuming. You guys, since I started recording, she's been vacuuming. It's five minutes. This is not it. We don't live in a huge, we don't live huge in a huge place. It doesn't take five minutes if you are going slow to vacuum everything. <laughs> this is so awesome. Okay. What I want to talk about being present today is hopefully relatively short and sweet. I always say that, but then I spent five minutes in the intro just talking about my neighbor. I have so much more to say about her, but I won't, but I won't, but I won't because I want to impart whatever strange wisdom I have about presence. So I, I am, this is something that is near and dear to my heart insofar as I am constantly, this is an, this is an active everyday choice for me is to think about and try and remain present and in the moment. Why? Because it's so valuable because it's all that actually exists. Yes, we are informed by our past and yes, the choices we make in the present will inform our future, but in the present is all that exists. And we could get real philosophical and real loosey-goosey about it, but for me, I want the more practical application of being present. And so for me, what I find that that is, is it it relieves and, and uh, lowers my anxiety which I struggled with for years, uh, to remain present. I am, uh, and I've talked about this a little bit before, I am a planner by nature. And I am also like a little bit of a, a little bit of a pack rat. So I have this weird thing where I like, I love memories of the past, but I also like, am, am very working very hard to be in the future for, and I invest constantly and consistently in, in certain future hopes and outcomes and goals, uh, like recording these podcasts for you in the past for the future and the hopes that you will listen to them for however long you want to. So, I mean, I, I, I definitely, appreciate other time zones. Can we call them time zones? I definitely appreciate those, but I feel like, um, I think, I think what we forget when we invest so much in those and what happened to me is the intense anxiety that comes with trying to fix something that is in the past and trying to have control over something that is in the future. And over years of practicing, of meditating, of writing, so much writing out my emotions. Um, over years of that, I have I have come to start 
the journey of being uh, okay and a bit more present. I have started, I think, that journey. I barely, I found the path. I don't even know if I can say yet that I've, I've started taking the first steps, but I definitely, I definitely have found that. And, and how have I found it? Um, honestly, just through those methods and means and knowing that whatever was happening within me, whatever was happening mentally within me, this anxiety that was constantly overtaking me, this like, uh, you know, sadness and frustration and, and disempowerment that was happening in my own body. Um, when that was happening, I, I knew that that wasn't what I wanted and that wasn't me at my most, uh, at my best or my most happy. So I was, I was trying to actively seek a way to at least, I don't know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it this way and then I'll explain to, uh, to heighten my frequency. And what I mean by that is I think some, we, as humans, I think we kind of resonate and I don't have to mean super energetically, you know, in like a weird way, but I think we do have, you know, like a certain vibration to us and that vibration can get thrown off kilter. It can get, um, you can get more excited and let's say more positive in certain environments and then you can get taken down in others. And, and I think that, you know, that's how I see it and that's how I feel it. And so, you know, that's why you go somewhere and you expect, let's say you move to a new city and you expect it to be perfect and wonderful. And it is for like the first year and then it starts going back and then it starts getting frustrating. And then two years into it, you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. And three years into it, you're like, I hate this place. Let's say that that happens. I think that's because if you can't, like, if you were vibrating on a lower frequency, let's say, and you go there, you're going to go back to that kind of your standard vibration. Oh gosh, this got real hoity-toity, but I don't, I mean it like in the same way that, you know, when you move, like when I went to high school, let's say, and I wanted to be a better person, I made a choice to do that. And I made a choice to like do all these proactive things, the same things we do at the beginning of the year with New Year's resolutions to kind of change one element of ourselves or several elements of ourselves to, to change the overall picture of who we are. That's what I mean by the vibrations is the overall kind of energy we are outputting and that we feel within ourselves. So so that is what I mean. But when I went to high school, you know, whatever, you make a choice. And then within a certain time, you find yourself naturally going back to the easiest solution for your body and for your mind, which is typically not the happiest because happiness and changing that vibration and energy and output takes a little bit of work. But everything worthwhile takes a little bit of work. So whatever. So being present for me, uh, it means that same amount of of like work. And it means that I felt for a long time that, you know, I would get so frustrated because I didn't feel like I was where I needed to be. And I, and I would get so, uh, angry because I, I felt like I wasn't doing the things I needed to do where I was missing opportunities constantly and, and shame on me. I thought I was working so hard, but I wasn't working hard enough because other people were getting opportunities. And if I just worked harder at a certain thing, then I wouldn't, and I was this whole thing. I mean, I was getting as angry at it as I do with the bitch upstairs. Like I was going, I was going crazy. And and I think one of the biggest turning points for me, as silly as this is going to sound, and I may have shared this before, I can't remember at this point, but uh, was, okay, was watching surfers surf. Oh, gee, Brianna, could you get more like, could you sound more Southern Californian? Well, this is what happened. I was out visiting uh, San Diego and I was, I was at a, on a pier and I mean, I, it was like February, so it was beautiful out for me comparatively to Chicago where I was visiting from. And I was watching these surfers surf and I had never really kind of lived the Southern California lifestyle. And at the time I was uh, toying with the idea of 
pretty seriously toying with the idea that I would eventually adopt of moving to Southern California. And and I was watching these surfers and oh my God, like, and I may, you won't see it, but I may get a little emotional because I have yet to kind of tell the story without it just affecting me so profoundly that I, uh, that I just, I feel it in every part of me, but I, I was watching them. And so what I realized as I watched them surf was this, when you surf, and again, I don't surf, I'm obsessed with the idea of becoming a surfer, partly just because of this. But when you surf, you take your board and you go out to where the waves are, uh, where they are for the day. I mean, you do your research and you find out where the waves are and then you go and you, and you wait for your wave. And when it comes, when you see something that could be your wave coming, you ready yourself. And then when it comes, if it does come, if it ends up being a good one, you try and get up. And then if you can get up, let's say you make it up, you ride the wave for as long as you can. And let's say you do the best you can do, which is like you ride, you see a wave coming, you're in the right spot, you get up perfectly, and then you go all the way in to the, to the beach. Well, shoot, then you got to go back out and wait for the next wave. And I had this like epiphany come over me because that is, guys, that's life and that's success. And that's, especially in, in my world, that's the creative journey. So what hap- So what I realized was in surfing, all you can do is set yourself up for success. You can practice and you can set yourself up in what you think is the most, the best environment for you and and you wait for your wave. And, and if you go around swimming constantly, like if you go, you know, wasting all your energy swimming to where someone else just caught a wave, then another, a wave is going to come where you just were and you're going to miss it. And then you're going to swim back and then you're going to have wasted all your energy. So you'll have no energy left for when you actually see your wave coming. And, and what if, what if you see a wave coming and it doesn't end up cresting as they call it in the SoCal, which means getting white and, you know, becoming an actual wave rather than just kind of a, a bump. And, and then, so what do you do? Do you just go give up and go inside and say, there's never going to be another wave? No, you wait, you wait for the, the next one that you see that, you know, you can snag and who cares if someone snags the wave with you? That's great. So you both ride the wave. You're not, there's not less wave because there's more people on it. And beyond that, you try and let's say you try and get up, you know, you try and you, you ready your body and you ready yourself and you get up and, and you make it all, you make it, you make it, you're standing up, uh, but you only make it for a second and you fall back down and it turns out to be a great wave that goes, goes all the way into the beach and it gets big and whatever. I don't know I'm surfing all that well, but so what, so what you tried and you're better for having tried and you're better for failing. Cause now you're going to physically remember whatever it is that you did wrong. Are you over? I don't know my terms, you pronated, is that a surfing term? But you know my point, like you, you'll figure it out. So then when the next one comes, you're more ready for it. And here's the thing, even if you get the best wave and you ride out and it's wonderful and it's great and it's everything you wanted from surfing and you're so, so Cal and like the beach boys are playing while it happens. Like even if that happens, if you want to continue to surf, you swim your ass right back out to where the waves are and you wait again you wait again like everyone else. And that's over time how you build a, a career or in, you know, a good surfing day, whatever. You get my point. Like I, I just, I literally almost started crying on the pier that day, which would have been weird, but I didn't, I kind of was just like, Ooh. and and even when I tell the story, it's like, what I realized was I was swimming around like a madman, frustrated that everyone else was finding and catching waves. And I had no energy left. I was physically exhausted. And I knew, I pretty much 
figured I knew what to do when I got away, but I hadn't been getting that many. So whatever. And I also realized like I wasn't in a place where I could get as many waves as I wanted. The right waves, the waves for me. So, so when I moved to SoCal, when I moved to LA, I, I figured I'm putting myself in the spot for the day that there are waves. There's so much opportunity for me in this particular city and wherever you are, you know, there's, there's plenty of opportunity for whatever it is that you want. Just put yourself in the right position. You can't expect to get, you know, seven dates a week. If you're not putting yourself out there to find people, you can do it. If you're on an eight, a dating website, believe me, listen to me. I'm on a few. I've been on a few. I don't know if I'm on right now because it depends on whenever this comes out, but who knows? Who knows? But I have been on them. You can. You just got to put yourself out there. You have to put yourself in the game before you get frustrated whether or not what the outcome is. What does all this have to do with being present? I guess it just has to do with like, for me, what washed over me that day when I was looking at the surfers and what I try and go back to when I tell the story, when I think about it, when I get frustrated, when I get anxiety, when I get these things taking over me, because it can and does happen regularly, is I remember like, am I in touch with my gut? Yeah, usually. And if not, then we got something else we got to work on and let's get back in touch with that. But am I in touch with my gut? Does this feel right? Am I doing what I love? Am I happy? Then, you know, what else is there? What else is there but this present moment? Let's not sacrifice the present moment for, you know, some some proverbial future which may or may not happen. This is a frustration I had with with someone close to me. I, you know, I get very frustrated when the present moment is sacrificed for something in the future. And that's coming from a girl who spends, oh, so much of her time, money, and energy investing in the future. I mean, so much of it, so much, guys. I don't even want to go into numbers because it, it will depress me. That's in the past, too, and we're talking about being in the present. But I recognize the benefits of obviously planning for your future. But the thing is, I have enjoyed what I've been doing on a daily basis. I go out of my way to try and be happy on a daily basis. I, and it doesn't always pan out, but but more often than not, it does. And I kind of, as a result, I don't know, higher my resonance or frequency. And, and bit by bit, then I get to a place where my resting energy, my resting frequency is is higher. And I don't mean higher like holier than thou. I mean like it's easier. It comes more naturally for me to be happier and calmer with myself. And I don't know what the methods, the best methods for being uh, present are for you. I mean, I'd be willing to talk to you about them if you wanted to sometime. Of course, I'm always willing for that. But you know, some people talk about meditation. I think there is a beauty in tons of forms of meditation. Um, I'll include a link in the show notes to, to you know, some articles I've written about different types of meditation. I love meditation. I found benefits in lots of them because it reminds you just to come back to the here and the now because everything else, it really is an illusion. I mean, it's, it's just not, it's, you know... I don't know. I don't want to get too philosophical and hoity-toity, partly just because it's late. She stopped vacuuming, so within five minutes, she's going to be mad at me for being awake because heaven forbid. Um, But that's, (laughs) but that, I mean, it just, I think it's just like we don't have control over anything except our present and our presence. So, so control those to the best of your ability, I guess. And that you can be positive and proactive and, and present. And whatever it takes to get you to that point where you are feeling, you know, uh, you're chewing your food and you're tasting the the intricate tastes in it, even if it's just like I had earlier, dried up quinoa and and chicken, whatever, it's, you know, it's pretty good, not bad with salt. (laughs) 
but I'm, I'm, you know, smelling fresh air. I'm enjoying sunlight. And again, not always, but like, I really do go out of my way to take moments in the day to just be like, Ooh, let's just take it in. Let's pretend we're a secret agent or spy or something. And if we had to come back and we had to know every detail in here, what would it be just to, just to see all the colors that are around me? I think it's just a, you know, try it. There's lots of methods. Look up something, some way to, to become more present today. Let me know what it is. Cause I want to hear about your journey in this. Okay. Okay. Friend, will you do that? Um, she's, she stopped vacuuming, so um, she must have. That must be the cleanest apartment, or she did everyone's apartment. I'm not sure, or she did her walls. Maybe she vacuumed her walls. That wouldn't surprise me. So, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go now. Um, but I hope you have a wonderful day, and I can't wait to hear back from you. Uh, show notes at briannahanson.com. I'm on the Twitters at the Brianna Hanson, and uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, thank you. Subscribe for freezies and rate the show if you if you could, and maybe leave a comment would be much appreciated, so that more people can find it and I can hear feedback. And you know, you can always feedback in any sort of way. Um, okay, yep. All right, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Bye. Waves, man. Waves.